Welcome to the Dream Again podcast, where we provide common sense education and empowerment that gives hope to everyone, from the financially distressed to the financially secure. Here are your hosts, Brandon Smith and Stephen Resson. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Dream Again podcast. I'm Stephen Resett with my co-host. Brandon Smith. Ooh, I like how you could have do, been a voice actor. Do you like that little? That was nice. Well, well I'm excited to be back with you again, Brandon. Mm. We have had. Hey, caller, who's this? <laughs> yeah, you do have a nice operating voice. <laughs> Maybe you're in the wrong career. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Brandon, we've just been having so much fun with our podcast, been bringing interesting people on, having great conversations about fiscal responsibility and dreaming again. Uh, but what I love about working with you, Brandon, I love a lot about you, but I think that the biggest thing that I love about you is you're always trying to grow. You're always trying to learn. And it's really been motivating for me. It's like, man, I got to be reading more books. I got to be like putting more discipline and habits into, into place. Cause I got to keep up with Brandon, not like a comparison thing, but just that you're inspiring me. So, well, dude, I, I have you fooled. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like to learn. I want to grow. I want to learn how to be better. I suck at implementation. Mm. Like I have the head knowledge, but I'm finding I struggle with the behavior, the discipline to always do what I say I'm going to do. You know, it's, it's been really hard. You know, I started this year. I started 2021. You know, everybody has these New Year's resolutions and things they're going to do and accomplish this year. Mm-hmm. And I've really been on a journey of trying to simplify my life. Okay. So I came into 2021 with just two goals. Oh, okay. Goal number one was to read two books this year. You heard me right. Two, as in one, two, T-W-O. Two books. That was my big goal. No. <laughs> How many did you read last year? No, zero. Okay. Um, I hate reading. I despise reading. And goal number two was to not step foot into Walmart this year. Okay. Unpack that a little bit. Um, I don't like Walmart. That's it. <laughs> I just, it was a goal of mine just to not go to Walmart. Like, Anytime you go to Walmart, I feel like it's, you're going to spend unnecessary money. It's not, and I just. Everyday prices, they're going to get you. I just, those are my two goals for 2021. So I'm, I'm doing good on one of my goals and I'm struggling on the other. Um, Do you want me to guess which one? Uh, Don't worry about I've, it. I've gone to Walmart twice this year. <laughs> uh, we're here in the middle of summer and twice. One time was like 11 o'clock at night, uh, an emergency had to run in and. I don't remember the second time, but when I was there, I just felt guilty, like, oh, I'm letting myself down. But my first goal, to read two books, I am actually in the middle of my fifth book Whoa! this year. Overachiever. Overachiever. Um, I'm feeling good. I feel like I've accomplished something, and as soon as I finish this fifth book, I'm actually debating, am I done for the year, or am I going to continue to read? Because I'm finding I struggle at the discipline, the implementing what I learned. Like there's so many great books and authors out there and I am struggling. Um, you know, I, I was at a conference recently on, on business leadership and the speakers were dynamic. The, the content was life-changing if you allow it to change your life. Mm-hmm. I came away from the conference thinking, wow, I suck at time to time discipline, um, time discipline, time management, <laughs> uh, discipline in general. I struggle with critical thinking skills, communication. And, and I, I've been reading this book uh, by John Mark Comer called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Hmm. And I, I right now am kind of on this journey myself of, you know, like I said, simplifying my life. 
but practical application to slowing down. I heard a quote from someone recently, or maybe it was a tweet on Twitter about, we're so busy because we have so much time. Like we have time, so we fill our schedule continually. It's not a matter of we need more hours in a day. It's we're poor managers of the hours we have. And so any time throughout your day when you feel that that state of urgency, like hurry, we're going to be late, that actually is a byproduct of poor communication several steps earlier mm. or poor communication. When you're saying to your kids, hurry, we got to go, we got to get in the car, we're going to be late. No, I failed to properly communicate to my kids expectations yeah. 20 minutes ago, an hour ago, last night of what today was going to look like. And, and so I'm just really fascinated by the concept of hurry um the word hurry has the same origin as the word hurricane which if you think about it there's there's too much to do and like it's just chaos it's just go 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 and nothing good comes from a state living in a state of urgency Uh, nothing good comes from a hurricane now granted there's those moments where you got to grab harper like she's in the middle of the road and a car's coming like (laughs) you have to hurry but just the pace in which we live life I really just want to slow down and be better with discipline and, and time management. And uh, just, just on my own, and maybe I'm off here, I'm just kind of rambling, but the this idea of shortcuts in life uh, r- really kind of fascinates me right now because we, we hear often that, you know, there's no shortcut to the top. If, if you, you've got to grind, you've got to do all the steps if you're going to succeed. And... Yet we hear motivational speakers say, never look back at the past for, you know, keep your eyes fixed on the future. But I think we can learn so much from the past by looking, mm-hmm. looking back. And, and sometimes the end goal, you know, I would imagine when you're running a marathon, I don't know, you've ran like 16 or 17 this last week. <laughs> um, if Steven hasn't told you that he's a runner, he will. Um, <laughs> but, There's but, so many great but, analogies, but, though. I have but, to. But when you're running a marathon, you know, there's that you get to a point where you see the finish line and that's enough motivation to get you there. But there's that, that middle part where sometimes you need to look back and see how far you've come Mm -hmm. to motivate you. And so, you know, in life, when I'm trying to figure out, you know, life balance, I want to look back at the mistakes I've made and where I can learn to be better and not always just focus on the goal. I want to look back and learn from, those seasons of life that were busy. Mm-hmm. Why was I so overwhelmed? Why, you know, what if I decided to change my life and not blame my schedule or yeah. the hours in the day? And, you know, I, I want to value the person I'm becoming, not the person I'm currently at, the location I'm at. Mm-hmm. I think we work so hard to get to the destination that, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me this, because I think a lot of American culture, ambitious people that want to make a difference in the world and at work, they have this overwhelming feeling of, I'm not doing enough. Right. I can be doing more. And I, I'm sure you maybe had that in, in your life. So how do you combat that? Like, that's something that goes through my life or through my mind all the time. It's like, oh man, look at all these successful people around me doing all these different things. Like, I need to be doing more. But then I become so overwhelmed I don't do anything. So how, what do you do? Yeah. Well, I feel like we are always in a hurry. And so I realized and started asking myself, why am I in a hurry to become someone I don't like? <laughs> That's so good. And say so, that, can you say that again? Why am I in a hurry to become someone I don't like? Wow. And so 
to answer your question, how do I combat that? Right now, I'm really working on just time management, life balance. You know, I'm finding that life balance isn't a 50-50 split. Split. It's about being 100% present. Mm-hmm. What's in front of me right now is the most important. I think I'm going to sneeze. This could be <laughs> awkward. You just got to go. Uh, life balance is not a 50-50 split. It's about being 100% present. So whatever's in front of me right now, that's where I need to be present. That's what I need to be focusing on. How many times do, do I find myself texting, looking at my phone, scrolling, and my daughter's, Dad, Dad. And I'm just like, yes, honey, yep, yep, while I'm looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I put down the phone, look your daughter in the face, answer the question, go back to the phone. The phone in itself isn't bad. It's just that it's taking priority over things that are more important in life. And so I've become a huge fan this last season of Basque Tatching. Basque Tatching. What is with me today? Task Batching. There you go. Um, with calendar and schedule, block scheduling, and just focusing on one task at a time and sticking mm-hmm. to routine and schedule and, and trying to be more disciplined uh, at the end of the workday. When I go home, we actually have this box in our house that electronics, our cell phones all go into uh, where we close it up so we can't see them in the evening because what I found was I had the discipline to stay off my phone, but I put it on the counter. Mm-hmm. I'd walk through the kitchen and I would grab my phone just to look at the clock and see what time it is. And I would see all these notifications. And next thing I know, I'm responding and I get sucked into this vortex. And so if it's out of mind, it's out of sight. And so I'm just trying to slow down the pace in which I live life. And at the end of the day, it's one of those things I can lay down in bed, lay my head on the pillow and stare at the ceiling. And I can think, how many times today did I feel rushed? Did I feel hurried? And that really is a pretty good litmus test based on how well I'm doing in life in terms of communicating my schedule, being on time for an appointment. Um, I don't ever want to feel the sense of urgency uh, because if I do, th- there's a bigger problem, you know, either communication breakdown or something in my schedule. So time management is really where I'm focusing my time right now uh, so that I don't ever live inside of a state of urgency. Thank you for listening today. This is Buff Reynolds, producer of the Dream Again podcast. We do hope you're enjoying today's show, and we'll be right back with more from Brandon and Stephen. If you are ready to take the next steps in your financial plan, you will find more information at glidewell.pro forward slash blog. And now, back to the show. Right, so when I'm hearing from you, because we have a lot of listeners out there that have, you know, full-time jobs, a family, little league, you know, dance recitals is, uh, it's really easy to get carried away with your schedule instead of being intentional with, okay, this is what I'm doing right now at this time and, and everything else is I'm putting aside. And I mean, I love this. This is a message that like most people need specifically parents right it's it's trying to multitask and doing doing everything poorly instead of just doing that one thing really well right well society tells us slow is bad fast is good and and this is all from the book the ruthless elimination of hurry but you know when you go out to dinner if the service was slow Mm -hmm. that's bad we complain we leave a negative review on yelp if we go to a movie and it's slow the movie is automatically boring and we don't like it but I'm finding that I think the secret to happiness is just being present in the moment. Yeah. And when you are disciplined in your, your schedule, your calendar, your life, your routine, it takes away that pressure of hurry. 
And, and I think it's our over busy, distracted life of speed that really is the greatest threat to our lives and our happiness right now. And so for me, that's just kind of the journey I've been on in this, hey, I'm going to read a couple books this year. Um, for whatever reason, this is one of the two I chose early on. And uh, honestly, Stephen, I've, I've read it twice. So wow. I guess we could say I'm on book six, maybe. Um, because I read it and made some notes. And then the second time, it was like the book read me, the application. Where, where can, you know okay, I struggle here. I need to be better mm -hmm. and just made a lot of notes and, um, yeah, phenomenal book. And it's just so it was it's pretty convicting to, to put that mirror up to you and be like, wow, I, uh, I'm not doing a good job. It is. You know, he, he does a lot of, there's, there's some research in his book where he talks about the average person touches their iPhone over 2,600 times a day. Oh my word. Touches it. Like when you're getting those, those notifications, that rush of dopamine, it becomes an addiction. Mm -hmm. It becomes a habit. And, our phones are great. They serve a great purpose. Like, but when we say I can't live without my phone, our priorities are off. And that, that, that's where I was. I lived in that place. I think about, um, you know, history of the, the light bulb up until Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, the average American, I believe got 11 hours of sleep a night. Oh. And then the light bulb came along Glory. and our average night of sleep, uh, dropped to nine hours. And here today, in like 2020, the average American gets seven hours of sleep a night. And so we, we are full. We maximize our schedule. And, and that isn't the way it was ever intended to be. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a reason why life operated under the sun. You had your seasons of harvest and your seasons of reaping and then your seasons of rest. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Sabbath, taking a day to rest. Like, you work hard six days, taking a day to just rest and recoup is it, good. It's healthy for the soul. It gives you more energy and ability to do mm -hmm. what you do well. And so, uh, I mean, I appreciate you asking. I, I, you kind of put me on the spot there, but, and, and I've rambled here, but um, just the pace in which I live life. And I, I'm, I'm a go-getter. You know, I like to go. I like a full yeah. schedule. I can be social and go from event to event to event. But I'm finding, you know, a full calendar and a lot of appointments isn't what makes you well. Yeah. And, um, just slowing down life and just living a, at, a, at a simpler pace has been real healthy. Well, that that's so encouraging me for me, Brandon. Hearing, you know, even I applaud you for how how much you're go doing and going for, and that's what society's doing. But it's it's such a great reminder to slow down, rest, take a Sabbath, and and like really zone in on the things that are most important. I love that. Uh, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and getting some insight from Brandon. Uh, give them give them some uh, feedback on social media. Encourage social media. Encourage him to read more books. I mean, he's got a couple of Dr. Seuss books he's read, and uh -huh. he's read this one twice. Uh, what was this book again for our listeners that want to check that out? The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Wow! And it's just really about how we achieve inner peace when our schedules aligned with our core values. Awesome. And for me, there there was a big swing and miss. My core values weren't aligning with my schedule my calendar wow. and that created tension and uh, urgency to live life in a pace that isn't sustainable mm -hmm. and uh, really really good book so wow yeah well thanks for joining us we will look forward to seeing you next week have a good one if you have found value in today's podcast we would love for you to rate the show and leave a review you can check out more resources that Brandon, Stephen, and the Glidewell team have by visiting www.glidewell.pro slash blog. 
Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss what we have for you next week as we continue to motivate, encourage, and challenge you to dream again.